Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode 25. Uh, and we're doing what we've done uh, before, largely because it was my fault as well the last time, where Shane is in the comfort of an air-conditioned studio. And uh, I'm in a little kind of a sweat box office of my house. Will you fuck off? You're off on your holidays. Shane's know, in the yeah. comfort of the studio. Shane's working. Shane's busting his ass because we got a lot of games coming up this weekend on KCLR. And you are just off gallivanting around the mountains. Will you stop? I am 100% slacking and I love it. Sickened. Yeah. Uh, we, we've loads loads to look at. Obviously enough, uh, this week we managed to play. Actually, we did the we did the funny thing, kind of like the day we did with the golf, uh, which was only l- flipping last week's episode, um, where uh, it seems like so long ago, uh, where we did the... Oh no, it wasn't last week's episode. It was the week before. Bloody hell's bells. You've been gone for a while, man. I've been gone for a while. I do. I've been gone for a while. Uh, but we, we managed to squeeze in like a heap of games today. Um, while we were doing our, our whole kind of um, getting ready for the podcast. And it's like, well, we can't record the podcast if we don't have any games to play. So we'll talk about the games that we've played through. But the big one, uh, specific, specifically for people who've also been following of late and know the backstory at this stage, that you're a genuine actual football manager and that you were genuinely actually in a cup final during the week. And, and we'd heard all about it. Castle Warren, Celtic, were going all the way to the top on Wednesday night. How did it go? Talk us through it. Well, we didn't go all the way to the top on Wednesday night. We had the trajectory was, was we lost Ken. We lost 1-0. It was an absolute travesty. I went in with a game plan and it was to sit deep. These lads were the Leinster champions, so they're really youthful side. So they have a lot of pace. Sure, we're, we're, we're just a bunch of fellas that like playing football and having a few pints and stuff. So we went in there with a game plan. At one stage, literally the only person that was in their half was their goalkeeper. And he was up towards the, the, the middle of their half. Um, but they were passing it around. They kept having to go deep. Our lads stayed composed. And then we got poxy, smelly set piece goal against us haven't still haven't scored from open play but we got poxy set piece goal from a free kick that arguably wasn't a free kick I'm not going to give out about the refs I actually I, I always say it to the lads I was like respect the referee within five minutes I was shouting the head off the linesman he, he was like, he was a game behind there. And I was like, you know, cursing and effing and blinding, which I shouldn't have been. And then one of the lads were like, you can't send him off. He's the manager. He's only five minutes in. And then I, I said, sorry, ref, very sheepishly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got in a fight with the manager. I got in a fight or the other manager who I went for a pint with afterwards because he used to babysit me when I was like, since I was born. <laughs> so I've known the other manager, Shawnee. He's a freebooter's man for over 40 years. So yeah, I went for a pint with him afterwards and it was it, it, it's hard to take. I woke up the next day absolutely devastated for, for the team and, and for myself. It was a pity party, Ken. Pity party. 1-0 one, one the final score. 1-0 the final score. And we had chances, Ken. Our striker then had a busted lip. He goes off and plays American football on the side for some reason and he came back at the start of the campaign with a busted up ankle. So we had to really kind of like ease him back in he only played a half against the in the semi-final and stuff but he, he's a fantastic player and he missed a few chances unfortunately and maybe it was down to his knee but we like we had chances to, to, to snatch the game or bring it to penalties we were literally a ref call away from taking it to penalties and I would have been very confident then I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what to say because it had seemed like such a such a good run and I know you were kind of taking taking the mick a little bit last week about um, when, when we were talking about kind of sitting sitting back or asking why I hadn't sat back against City while you were sitting back against Freshford, but yet pinging in goals at the same time. Is there anything, from a manager's point of view, now that you've had a few days to kind of chew on it, is there anything different, 
I, I hate to ask it. Well, I kind of want to ask it. Is there anything you think could have been done differently at that stage? No, I think the game plan really, really worked. Like I stuck with the game plan because I was very confident that we were going to snatch a goal. Like the game plan really, like they're so fast, right? So they were so fast and I was like, let the ball and them just pass around. Don't be going down chasing ball all the time because then you're just, you know, you're like, I don't know, a dog running after a car and stuff. You know, there's no mm. real meaning. As the Joker said, you wouldn't know what to do when you, when you got it, you know? So they were just, we just let them pass it. At one stage, their centre back and their right back were just passing, 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 passing. I was telling my lads, hold, hold. Don't don't press them. Don't press them yet. And then when it comes time, then throw in that crunch and tackle. When it comes time, then, you know, they'll have to they have to go long. And they went long every time and we were well able to handle it. Now they got one or two chances. Uh, our keeper is a fantastic young lad. He he kind of saved saved one. It was like a bicycle kick and stuff, but that was from the outside of the box even. Um so they didn't have loads of chances. Now, arguably they should have had a penalty when their centre back handballed the ball as well. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think the referee was uh was kind of like going looking back at the previous free kick and was like, yeah, maybe Maybe that really wasn't a free kick because it like from the side like everyone was snapping as well. Like oh, wow. Castle Warren were passionate boys, you know. And would it have gone to extra time otherwise? No, just straight into penalties. All the dice because you'd already had the penalties during the um during the was it the McCallum Cup game. Uh, yeah, McCallum Cup against Canada got knocked out on penalties. We were gutted. And then I got knocked out of the World Cup here on penalties. And then England lost the Euros on penalties. Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh man, I know what we were only talking about it. It was, a, I tell you what, it was a cracking game. And like, I know the, the talk after the Italy-Turkey game, like Italy pretty much dismantled Turkey on day one of the of the cup. And all of the talk had been, yeah, that's that's cool. It, we'll see Italy in the final against anybody at all. Um, I, th- I thought England were poor though. Like they, they just seem to, to revert to this whole thing. Barrett, like Luke Shaw's goal was great. Absolutely. Like right place at the right time. Two minutes in though. Like what do you do then, you know? But that's the thing. You're into that situation. It's like if, if we press now, are we pressing Are we pressing too early? Do we look for a second goal inside, you know, hope that something pops up inside the next 10 minutes? Um, but that they couldn't get anything converted between like the second minute and the 90th minute and then all the way through uh, extra time as well it was kind of bananas. And then when it came down to the penalties, three of the worst penalties that I've ever seen taken in the history of penalties forever and a day. It's so and all the talk scary, on Twitter, just, could you just not like stick the ball in the back of the net for God's sake? And they didn't and they lost and I'm happy. But then I'm Irish, so it's okay. I was watching it through my fingers like because then it, Italy had a chance to to cement it and then they missed and it was down on Saka and stuff. And I was like, ah, but what like just from a football perspective, I was fairly scared that the game was going to be quite turgent and you know not fun to watch at all but like mm. it really really was because like all of Ireland were cheering on Italy it has to be said all yeah. of Ireland were cheering on Italy but like I think the England team have a have a likability about them as well because everyone follows you know in Ireland everyone follows an English team anyway so um, they have a likability but like leaving lads like Rashford and Sancho and Grealish or whatever Foden like not having them start I I know it's what got him to the dance and it got him to the semi-final and it got him all that and coming in defensively and stuff but Italy were very defensive as well so I, I don't know I don't know they had it in their grasp but it was coming home and then it was like no fuck that I'm staying on holiday Yeah I'm gone and I'm going to stay there for a long long time Do you fancy England for the World Cup? They've gone in as like second favourites already No No Not at all But no. look I I think this is the the past few World Cups I was able to call before before the start of it 
I, I, I think I've got like the last four winners of the World Cup, even going back to Italy in 2006. I think I've got the last few winners of the World Cup right now. The Euros just, that throws you off balance altogether. Yeah. Like no one, no one really, Italy were the dark horses coming into this. Portugal in 2016, no one really gave a, gave a, a hoot about, you know. Um, looking back, Spain obviously would have been very good, or uh, like it, it's just not Greece. Remember, Greece won the Euros, like so the Euros can kind of throw anything up at you. Um, but the World Cup is is a bit different. And looking at the Argentina and Brazil Copa America final as well, with Messi winning that, I don't know. I wasn't too impressed by the teams either. So. Look, it'll be interesting, Ken. It'll be interesting. Not as interesting as the Football Manager football show, though. No, and, and that's where we need to talk about is all things Football Manager. Also, I have to give uh, this this week's kind of massive shout-out is going to Kahuna Gaming 399 What a legend. On the Twitter machine. Uh, if, if, if for nothing else than for the Tony Mowbray picture that's going to be framed and put on the wall and in the sports section of the station the fucking on Fucking thieving bastard. I'd like to report a robbery, please. Yep. I stole the championship manager of the year 21-22 and I cannot wait to see him sacked because I know what's coming. He's he's on such a horrendous run of form in the Premier League at the minute and sickened on him. Almost as bad as your January form. <laughs> the less said about my January form, the better. My February form is going to be way more impressive. Spoiler my January alert, form, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. My January form was an absolute pile of shit. We come off the World Cup, we... I'm sure we played each other at the end of December and you tore the arse off me. And then I went out and I played Liverpool, having beaten them three times already. And then they tore the arse off me. Uh, I have one of... You must have a fairly sore arse, so. <laughs> well, it's that and it's it's the kind of... It's the current state of... Um, it's the current state of, of injuries and everything else that's going on uh, at Leicester. I didn't think I would be relying so much on the players that I had uh, loaned in or brought in in, in January so soon. Um, but it, it turns out that I am. I know last week we finished off, pretty much we were done in Dustin. We wrapped up with the with the transfer market and we got to kick into the first game in February. We've got three, four. We got four games. We got through four games today, didn't we? Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, we got through we four. But some pretty big fucking games as well to be talking about as well. Well, it's big, it's big names in it. Like, uh, we start, for, for context, if you missed kind of last week's episode, you start this week and you started earlier today. Top of the table. Uh, we've, we've all played like 20 games. Man City have gone an extra game. They've played 21. You're three points clear of Man City. You're five points. in how many games? What, you got 14, 13, 14 game unbeaten run? Ah, it was ridiculous, Ken. Natural luck. And that, that's how it looked. So second game of February for, for me, if we kick off onto the game set of things, because the transfer, the transfer stuff is done and dusted. Uh, we're off to Newcastle. The first... Speaking, speaking of the transfer stuff, remember Traore was all pissed off. Adama, yours. Yeah, remember he was pissed off because I saw Connor Cody. And he was like, we need more centre-back reinforcements, even though we already had five. So I brought in your man, Papetti, from yeah. Brescia. And he, he was unhappy that the promise wasn't kept. So coming out <laughs> of that, February the 2nd, the ungrateful fucking arsehole. Just, uh, yeah, unhappy that the promise wasn't kept. So now I have an unhappy Traore busting around the place. Neves wants to stay, though. No more talk of Shedong over in China coming in for him. Ooh. I didn't even know they were in for him. But yeah, no more talk of that. Okay. Uh so hang on a second. What was the, what's the story with Adama then? Is he like genuinely unhappy to the point of hey, listen, coach, I want to leave. Like, hey, better not be because I won't be listening to him. Or is I'll tell him that I'm not going to sell him, and then I'll bring him in the office and I'll slap him down for a sale, it, just like I did Willy Bowley. Stirring the pot just a little bit. I think we could be seeing him in the blue of Leicester next season. Yeah, you can take him as well, maybe. 
But it, it depends. Because, <laughs> like, now that I have Adeyemi, Adeyemi's, like, star potential has come in and, like, messed up everyone else's star potential. Well, Adeyemi is unreal. You're, you're, I know, you're that's totally why I bought him, this- again. That's why I bought him. <laughs> no, you bought him to piss me off, not because he was unreal. <laughs> yeah, well, I found out he was unreal after I pissed you off. But yeah. it, was, it was a record signing. But he came in and he's like four and a half stars. Fabio Silva is like four stars. And then Trejor went down to two and a half stars current potential. That's how much I'm raising Wolves' standards. Really? Trejor has gone down that much. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'll be getting rid of him in the summer then. Cash in on that, lad. No, just because you want him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll do a swap deal for Madison or something. No, I like him. He's, for, he's, he's, the, he's, he's a good option. Going for the games, right? So, first note that I have for today, because I'm playing Newcastle, we had just come off the win against Brighton. Yeah, we did, because the last time I think I had either lost... Did I lose to Brighton already? They could be I one of the I don't pay attention to your results, as it's going to be quite, quite evident by my anger at the end of this episode. I know, I know, I know. But my first note, as a genuine note, whole team is fucked. Davies wants eight changes. Uh, I I definitely still don't have uh, Jack Grealish torn tie. He's probably at least a month away from being able to play. Uh, but um, I go against Davies and I'm like, do you know what? No, I'm not going to make eight changes. I'm just going to make one change. And this could be possibly like one of the very few times I've only ever made one change uh, to a team. First time in God knows how long. So I throw Rudiger in for Castagna. Castagna is doing that thing for me. I don't know if it's it's... Castagna and Ndidi, I need to check in on their, their stats in Indeed terms of their... Indeed you do. Indeed I do. Their stats in terms of their natural fitness and things like that because both of them are wrecked. Uh, both of them, it's funny, both of them are wrecked and kind of refusing to be rested, but then as soon as you play them, the coaches are coming back on. you need to rest those lads, they're going to What's get injured. What's your fitness and, coach like? I, I, good question. There's the type of intricate details that I look into being a real football manager and you just being an imposter. Oh, really? How's the how's the fitness coach going for Castle Warren these days? Oh man, <laughs> I had to I had to run in with a medic bag. I hadn't a fucking clue what I was doing. <laughs> you didn't even know what's in the bag. Oh, the, there was a pink sock in there. The, <laughs> the other manager ran over and helped me. <laughs> One of the lads got winded. It was a fucking disgrace. <laughs> what the fuck do you think you're going to find in a bag that helps a lad that gets winded? I I didn't know he was winded. I, it was have even, an ice pop. Here, have an ice pop. It's grand. Yeah, no, we, one of our lads busted open his lip and another lad jarred his knee. I was like, the lad that used to do the medic stuff for us wasn't there. So I was like, oh shit. Don't know what that the, the, the medic bag is like, you know, dressing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty much all it is. Put a bandage on it and it'll be there, grand. It's, it'll it's be there fine. for sure, you know. Um, so we go to Newcastle uh, Rudiger who I've taken in on loan did I take him in on loan? I did yeah 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 uh, I took him in on loan uh, in January so he comes in for Castagna and I play him at uh, right back uh, it's pissing rain little to write home about in the first half uh, 40 minutes in we go direct try to <laughs> literally try, literally try to beat the rain instead because I, I, again it's like an old championship manager thing I just I don't do well with short play in the rain uh, I get rid of my overlap slow down the pace um, think okay look we're going to be happy to grind one out we're playing in Newcastle they came off a really good result with me Colin Wilson I think got a hat trick so he did and I, I'm, I'm kind of conscious of this as well that kind of rebound rebound effect as well but I need not worry. 42 minutes in, haven't made those little subtle changes. Fafana comes up for the corner. James Madison whips it in on the right-hand side. Boom. Goal. 1-0 up uh, just before halftime. Two changes at the break. Rudiger, uh, who I've brought in on loan, is already kind of lacking in terms of fitness and sharpness and everything else. I think he's only coming off a small 
knock from like two or three games ago. So I drop him at halftime. I bring on Marius Wolf, kind of playing him out of position. He's probably better at the kind of the, the wing back side of things as opposed to playing like as as a as a right back so he comes on as a right back Rebic is on for Guiri uh, he wanted to play on he's after taking a bit of a knock he's in bother at uh, 53 minutes drop everything that I'm doing go with an underlap on the left hand side uh, see about kind of getting a bit more play in for Jota because they have him started he's playing out on the left oh that's not nice to hear S- not, not, not that I have a former Wolves player playing in there and he's doing they're just rubbing it in there I don't, I don't pick up the Leicester rejects no but I, well hold on a second he was well rejected from Wolves I got him from Liverpool he fucking rejected me he did sickened sickened and I got him on such a steal as well uh, but Marius Wolf on the pitch First goal, 74 million. You have to throw Wolf in there as well. What do you... I know, I know. It's all coming You're up. You're so sour there? about Adeyemi. It's pathetic, Kenneth. It's unbekenning of you. So, oh, nice. Nice turn of phrase. Uh, the commentary says, sheer brilliance from Wolf. Uh, wonder strike from 28 yards out. It's 2-0. Uh, I take Jones off. I'm thinking, okay, it's 2-0. It's against Newcastle. Kyle Wilson is still on the pitch little bit worried about that. So pull off Jones, he'd been playing off as a, or he'd been playing as an AMC and I stick on Fausto Vera and immediately drop him in as a defensive mid. So my attacking midfielder is gone. Try and shore things up, slow the place down, uh, take the sting out of the game. Uh, Clav goes close for Newcastle at the death, but Dragovsky is just like, patting balls away. Unreal. Shabo. He's uh, playing for Newcastle because I saw him in January. Uh, He lasts the full 90 minutes, uh, doesn't do anything, doesn't get up for a corner, doesn't score any goals, manages to kind of concede uh, two. Uh, Brighton, uh, Brighton, Brighton look like they've beaten Chelsea and they have beaten Chelsea. Fafana gets man of the match. Jota does well on the left-hand side. Madison and Ndidi hold it together in the middle and Wolf is already... Indeed they do. Uh, Wolf already starting to repay that somewhat spontaneous transfer that I made from in uh, January but we're up to third uh, also indeed he could do with the rest indeed he could uh, straight after the game who did you play? Did uh, you I right so just people might be like why do you only play in four games right so on Wednesday I had the final on Thursday I 100% dropped 200 euro on whiskey and gin like going out in the daytime it was glorious sun um, went out with a friend had uh, spent, I think, a good solid €97 Euro on gin basil smashes. You still don't know what a gin basil smash is. Neither did I, Ken. I seen it. I tasted it. I wanted more of it. I drank <laughs> white Russians. I had Jack, Jack and Coke. I had so many gin basil smashes. And I had some cider. And, Ken, I was fucked. So I messaged you and said, Ken, I don't think I'm going to be able to make the the nighttime uh, recording at nine o'clock because I've been out since two o'clock. And you were like, fair enough. With your quote unquote friend. With my friend, yes, air quotes. And uh, the next morning then I had to get up and go home and play these games right which which was this morning which was only a few hours ago so you've literally just come off two days on the beer oh yeah probably two yeah, yeah. no i only had yeah. a few points after the match the other night um mm-hmm. but so i was playing a team that i've written down as so southampton <laughs> that's what's written in front of me so okay. southampton <laughs> how do you misspell south Ken, how how does that happen? I know I'm very like 
capable of doing it. But yeah, this Sosu Hampton looks exactly like Southampton. Same colours, same players, all that, but they look like a new... Maybe you went into the editor and changed the name. That, that was it. That was it, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Adeyemi, Van Hootsen, uh, Basuma and Kusins are all tired, but I'm pretty confident that I have a good backup there and even even my backup for my backup I'm, I'm quite happy with I'm maybe light in some areas like left back but uh, in the midfield and stuff I think I'm sorted so I replaced them with Bali Treore who's unhappy with me and I was a bit kind of apprehensive about that one because generally unhappy players don't do well Stengs comes in and Morrow then boom Treore scores he must have that venom inside him after a great run by Stengs who laid it off for Morrow and then boom he gets it in uh, then a penalty so generally what I'm finding a lot is after I score, I'm conceding almost straight away. So we gave away a penalty. Musiala gave it away. Danny Ings. What is it with me and lads called Danny? Oh, yeah. Danny Welbeck. Danny Ings. D- Danny Boy. Just all these Dannys. Um, but Danny Ings scores. Silva then in the six-yard box misses an absolute glorious chance. And that's happening quite a bit now with him. He's missing a lot of easy e- easy chance. Now he's banging in loads and he's top goal scorer in the Premier League. But still, uh, just before the break then, Traore absolutely buries another goal. Then VAR awards uh, uh, a penalty. Or sorry, there's a penalty and VAR overrules that for them. It was a glorious tackle by Kalulu. I don't know how it was going to even be considered a penalty. And so I was still 2-1 up and then Danny fucking Ings scores. <laughs> and he was top goal scorer in the Premier League last season. He was actually, yeah. So we gave that. away uh, possession really cheaply just watching it. It literally just passed it to Danny. and was like, here you go. Put it in the net. I should get credit for that one. No, you should probably should Brought yeah, it yeah. Ng, the, Because his name is Ings. I know. It's it very amazing. clever, Ken. Uh, I go more attacking. I bring Adeyemi on. I swap with Treore. I put Treore on the left. Big move, right? The guy that's just after scoring two goals from the right, I throw him out on the left. That's a big move. You're like, kind of like, oh, maybe he's not showing tactical newness and he's just making his new boy, Adeyemi, kind of flourish on the right. Didn't matter. You know why Treore flourished on the left? Oh, no. Despite the fact that he's unhappy. Yeah, Traore has a hat-trick. Uh, it was a Neves free kick, actually, that the keeper absolutely yeah. fumbled. Like, it hit off him, and then it just rolled to Traore. Like, it yeah. was straight at the keeper. And then immediately, they reply, as is normal, it's 3 all Ken. What is happening? How many games is that now? It's the same against the Newcastle game with Colin Wilson. He may as well be called Danny fucking Wilson. He, he got a hat-trick in the last game. I changed it around. Esposito goes uh, onto the right wing. I take Stengs off. Adeyemi goes up top. So I go 4-2-2. Then boom, Esposito, Silva and Adeyemi combine to make it 4-3. Then Adi again to make it 5-3, but it's ruled out. It's tense closing stages. Uh, but yeah, ends ends 4-3. Uh, Southampton's five-game unbeaten streak is over. So so Southampton. Yeah, so 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 Hampton. Hey. Who was on goal? Sorry. Huh? Who was on goal? For me? Yeah. Andrada. How many has he conceded this season? Oh, I have a new keeper on the horizon. Don't don't you worry about that now, boy. <laughs> Vina, though. This boy, I mentioned the left back. I'm a bit light on left back. Vina's injured for four weeks, so he's going to miss the Caribbean Cup. Um, Addy has uh, five goals and six appearances. Good few Jesus. assists as well. And uh, then I had City up next. And if I beat them, I go six points clear of the second position team which is Man City not you and I uh, have a game in hand so that's a very comfortable position to be in with what 17 games left 
Just a little bit. So how does it go against City? Because I, well, like I, you know, my shit show story about playing City, where I go in, uh, we score was Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes, the butcher boy. Uh, he uh, scored like five minutes into the game. Uh, oh yeah, because that's where we obviously got into this the conversation about uh, sitting back. Is like why not? Uh, why not sit back? A la England. A la. Castle Warren playing Freshford a la No, Castle Warren didn't Nes- do it against Nes- Freshford. Castle Warren we were very open and expansive against Freshford. Do you not say you'd been sitting back against Freshford, no? Oh, we sat back in the second half because all the boys were well, we were up 3-0, but like against Freebooters now we sat back. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that was my probably my mistake against City. It was just like chasing that second goal until like 70 odd minutes in they get the equalizer. How'd you go? Uh lads are very tired, Kenneth. Um, so I can't start Silva. I can't start Nevis. I can't. I have no Ahmed Hodzic, no Treore because he's he's in bits. So I have Adeyemi up top on his own. I have Alvarez in for Kalulu, who's also tired. Cousins, Moro, and Basuma in the centre mid, which is I put Basuma in the kind of Neves uh, position. Um, Cousins is like I, he is the the most amount of assists in the Premier League as well. Remember I told you about the Championship last season? Mm. He's confirmed for next season as well. If I stay as the Wolves manager, if I get Champions League football, I might do. Um, I just, a pure direct ball. I'm playing a lot more direct now lately because it seems to be working, but it also kind of seems to be leaving me very open at the back because the lads are kind of making more big runs for that direct ball as opposed to if you're just passing it around and you're working the ball into the box, you're not kind of getting drag the team kind of moves up intermittently you're just holding that shape like yeah. exactly yeah so I think that was maybe the problem Um, it's pure direct ball though from Moro to Adeyemi who stuck it in the back of the net that was at the 15 minute stage I got absolutely no highlights for the rest of the half nothing was happening in the game damn Um, I take Stengs off for Esposito because Stengs is just playing he's, he's not playing well when he's playing on the wings. Um, I had a feeling they would score and they duly delivered. Mendy got a goal on about the 76th minute. Uh, I tried going more attacking, but it didn't work. Silva missed an absolute glorious sitter again. He's missed a good few now recently. So it's a one, it was one all. Okay result. I'm not too upset by it, all things considered. Um, they, a lot of guys were very tired, so I kind of went with a different team. No Neves, no Silva. Silva's your top goal scorer. You don't play him against the top team. You know, all things considered, one all is a, is a good result. But the team, yeah. before even talking to him, the team were very demotivated. We we kind of we suspected a little bit of that though, didn't we? Kind of with the you, like you'd mentioned it earlier today before the recording when it comes to the fixtures post World Cup. Like we knew January was going to be mental because cup games are getting moved and games are getting moved for TV. Obviously, there's that there's that giant gap in the 2022 season for six weeks where everybody decamps to uh, Qatar for the World Cup. So you've got players that, well, at least those that kind of aren't playing for their countries that need the competitive games to keep things kind of ticking along. But when everybody gets back, you have the lads that have lasted the distance are wrecked and they're coming back tired, but they're coming straight back into a campaign where we could have had like 10 games maybe in January, it was like there was a game every three days, every three, four days. And that's kind of continuing into February where things, uh, where things are going as well. Cause like I was, I was getting that, well, I, I suppose in my case, it's still the, it's still the Indeedy and Castagna and a few others that are, that are getting fairly, um, that are getting fairly tired. But that, that, that fixture congestion that's there January into February is, it's a bit of a headache. Like, yeah, and like some of the players are kind of dropping. I was, all the players that I 
like I, my starting 11, I think only three of them have maintained an over seven rating. Wow. Which is like, wow, they were like busting out of blocks. Now we were still winning games, but they were busting out of the blocks and they're like all 6.7, 6.8, top of the Premier League. Like kind of going, they definitely have another gear here. They definitely should be playing. Like, how do I unlock this? Is it because I've started going more direct? Yeah, I've started conceding more, but I'm still scoring. So, is that going to be a problem? Um, I I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why they're because they are ballers as well. So I don't know. Like Musiala yeah. kind of started off strong, and then he's kind of fail or flailing now. So I'm thinking about dropping him. Um, but I don't have any backup on the left. I'm very overloaded on the right, and same now with. Vina out injured it's only Shaw going to be there and I can't be having him overlapping all the time yes he's going to be absolutely wrecked I have no one I have no one else really to fit in that slot yeah I I know I'm starting to feel feel it and actually like the board have said it to me as well uh, about Iheanacho like he'd started so well at the start of the season and then we kind of got turned into January and I don't know whether it's a I don't know whether it's a burnout thing or maybe it was a lack of lack of uh, lack of competition or something that maybe started to breed a bit of complacency, but he seems like he's hitting that gold drought spell that Troy Parrott had last season. Maybe, he's, maybe he's, he's been has. drinking too many gin basil smashes. Maybe he has. Uh, Once you taste one, you'll never look back. <laughs> like honestly, it was gl- it was glorious. Like I've smoked for so many years, so my palate is like dead. I the only thing I ever taste really is mayonnaise, right? But this just absolutely it was an explosion of flavor in my mouth, and I never tasted anything like it. It was fantastic. Jesus, the Football Manager Football Show sponsored by Gin Basil Smash. Gin Smash Basil your Smash. way through gin today. He's the owner of the Butchers where Harvey Barnes and Harvey Vale grew up. <laughs> Yeah, twins, brothers from another mother in a, in another generation. So you you draw one all against City, and my note says exactly that. Shane draws with Manchester City one all again. Similar times to score in either half for both sides. So we have to go out and beat Arsenal to close the gap. Arsenal are in fucking horrendous form. Arsenal are in a bad run of form. That Howard Cool guy that took over at some point like last season or the season previous. I don't. He's like some kind of a regen manager that managed to land the Arsenal job. Same with Newcastle manager. No, oh yeah, Newcastle manager is some Danish dude that I have never heard of. Um, but he has Arsenal in tenth. Uh, I need to rest in Didi. Indeed, you uh, do. Indeed, I do. Uh, <laughs> I need to rest. Indeed, uh, next word. No, because I go to Indeed and I say, "Listen, you're obviously tired. You know, kind of go and bring him in, like, and call him into the office, put the arm around him, show him the the view of the pitch, and go. You know, that's where you usually play out there in midfield. But this so weekend, you, you brought him to the King Power Stadium. It wasn't even at the training complex yet. Not even at no, no. I needed the training I need, complex to the King Power State Jester Power Stadium. I I needed to make an impact. He, he probably was like, "This guy has a bit of." Brendan Rodgers about him you know has a bit of kind of hubris about him <laughs> we know why Brendan Rodgers got sacked huh? <laughs> so that's probably why Brendan Rodgers got sacked um, but I, I saw we bring him in and show Didi go that's where you that's where you usually play and you own the midfield but this weekend Didi, this weekend when I really probably need you against Arsenal I'm going to have to rest you because I'm concerned that you're that you're going to get injured what's with the accent <laughs> I'm not doing the accent you were doing no an way. accent there you were straight <laughs> off doing an accent what if we do this and then we do that and I was like what, what, what accent are you doing there maybe French? it's like kind of like weird French indeed he's not French though no indeed he's not French indeed he's Nigerian indeed okay. he's not French indeed he's not so anyway long story cut short I say I'm going to rest indeed he says no 
you're not going to arrest me. I don't need a rest. I'm grand. And I'm like, well, all my coaches say that you need a rest. So how's about you just promise me that you're not going to play the full match? And he's like, listen, whatever. Just I'm not taking a rest. So I say, Grant, he says, no, I say, fine, whatever. He walks out the door, he gets into the car, he goes back to the training center and then he gets injured in training, literally with the next click. So so like, sickened, now you're going to have to rest and you're not playing against Arsenal. Uh, Terrell Pennant, who's starring in my under 23s this season, he picks up a hip injury. He's out for 10 weeks. Maxim Hullet is out for two weeks. Get rid of him. Send him home. Don't want the virus spreading around the club. Um, well, well, well before that. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know. Somewhere is coming. Uh, so I've gone and made a raft of changes in order to try and engineer this Arsenal win. Uh, Ian Acho, we have a word pre-game. He's posted a 6.46 average for the last five games. Um now we've we've had a run of wins, but he hasn't, you know, he hasn't featured in every game. So I have to question the performances. Try get him firing again. Uh, I stopped Demir. Uh, so Demir Yusuf Demir is is on the way back from from injury. I pull him out of the under twenty three. Same with uh, Festivira and Minamino. I've been having them there just to kind of like get over their injury hump and get them back to a little bit of fitness. So it's time to kind of stop playing for the under 23s just in case I forget that the under 23s are actually playing, which is regularly a thing. And then I can't put them in the starting team when I'm already shy on players. So five changes going into the Arsenal game. Castagna is back in. There's probably going to be a lot more rotation from him coming into the tail end of the season. Harvey Barnes, Festivira, uh, James Milner, and Yusuf Demir making his first team start. His first first team started two months. Uh, he comes back in. Rudiger, Ianacho, Indeedy, Madison, and Guiri are pretty much all out through injury or tiredness at this stage for the most part. And we go a goal down after seven minutes. Constantinos uh, with a fucking unreal header. I'm just looking at it going, Jesus Christ, here we are playing away to Arsenal and I'm dead. I'm in trouble already. Uh, but Castagna pops up on the overlap. Uh, works his way all the way into the box, let fly with the right foot and fires it the whole way kind of like from from the edge of the penalty area into the opposite corner of the goal. It was gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, gorgeous by gorgeous. Uh, one all after 16 minutes. Uh, and then kind of like your, your Man City game, there's like nothing after the quarter of an error mark all the way through. And I'm watching the game on, on comprehensive highlights. Nothing happens between the quarter of an hour mark and all the way to halftime. We have a bit of a chat at halftime, make a couple of changes uh, and then we get two goals in three minutes in the second half. So I brought Jones on um, with about a half an hour to play uh, and Harrison came on. Actually, Jack Harrison I brought on for Demir because I, again, I'm conscious of like, and I've been way more conscious of it kind of the second half of the season, seeing how players go. It's like, he's only back from injury. Treat him like somebody who's only back from injury. He had a decent first half. He's played 45 minutes. You know, it's one all at that stage. We live to fight another day and we can pull Harrison off the bench and throw him on. So Harrison came on from at half time. But Jones uh, bags a goal on 66. Harrison on 69. Um, Jota, I ended up sticking up top for Iheanacho, I think. I think pulled Iheanacho off at some point uh, during the game again. But we run out uh, 3-1 winners. And brilliant. Heap the pressure on Arsenal. Uh, we move up to third. Uh, and we've closed the gap to Wolves to, to three points. I also learned that Curtis Jones is currently the England under-21 captain. I did not know that. 
Um, but Harold Cool might be getting the chop as a result. Kind of bad run of form. Gives us five straight wins in a row in the league. Burnley, Burnmouth, Brighton, Newcastle and now uh, Arsenal as well. Uh, and after the game, I haven't spoken to Ian Acho. I'm going back to Ian Acho and going, look, we, this is turning into a gold route. I don't want to turn it into a tripart situation. They didn't have the option to click to tell him and remind him about the tripart stuff. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how he goes and see how he carries on. Yeah, congratulations on the Curtis Jones news, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that's quite well. Actually, I need to I need to sort out him as well before the end of the summer. Or, or did I? Dude, you're not even going to have a contract at the end of the summer. They haven't even like started negotiating with you or anything like that. You're not even going to ask for one, which is interesting that you messaged uh, the Arsenal manager's position being very precarious because so is Jurgen Klopp's and so is Diego Simone's at Atletico Madrid. So, like, I didn't want to leave Wolves, but when I heard, heard about the Atletico job, I was like, Ooh, but would you apply for it now or would you wait until the end of the season? I don't know. I think in an application process as opposed to just, you know, firing ourselves in as the manager. Because I Which which we have done in fairness for the for the uh, for the sake of creating the world of football manager and and um and trying to figure out different leagues and stuff like that. We did that for Argentina and did that for the English one. I think you know, you've been a Liverpool fan, you were playing for that Liverpool job, and I'm pretty sure Solskjaer is gonna get the shack someday too. So you know. Yeah, but it's the thing the thing there though is that with Arsenal and with Liverpool and with Atletico, if the jobs are insecure now, it's still kind of midway through February. Yeah, but like, you can you can negotiate a contract and then say I'll join at the end of the season. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I've done that before when I was Fulham manager. I lo- I, I actually lost out on uh, the Man City job because I wanted to join at the end of the season. They were like, no, we want someone now. And then the next season, they sacked that guy and I did the same thing. And they were like, yeah, bring you on. Bring you on at the end of the season. Yeah, bring you on at the end of the season. I just, meant, I just got full in Champions League football. And I was like, see, fuckers. <laughs> I'm off to Man City to spend billions. Nice. There's nothing worse in when you're looking at the game though. And like, you see Man City, right? When this is back in, 2000, in the 2015, Seth. Yeah. And you see Man City and they were just like, they have so much money. Who the fuck are they buying? They're they're actually crap, and it's, yeah. it, it's so like the Arsenal team. Like they bought up Edison Cavani after six months at Manchester United. Cavani went to Arsenal. They brought in yeah. Jamie Vardy. They have Lacazette. They have Aubameyang. I think there's another striker there as well. They were just buying up lads for the sake of it. Yeah, I'm sure they gave me all that mad money for Tielemann as well at the start. Yeah, but there's there doesn't seem to be a lot of structure as to like purchases. If you get me within the AI. It's almost like somebody at Arsenal is actually playing football manager <laughs> and just buying all these players, but within football manager. Yeah, it's like sometimes you see a club um, like Barcelona, I remember one year, and they were just like, they had like nine strikers on their panel, but like two defenders. And there was no real squad building. It was kind of like they were just buying big, they weren't buying people that fit into the mould of the club, if you get me. Yeah. So I don't know, it's strange. Well, I, I seemed to have somebody that fits in the mould of the club, if I if I look at what happened during my Fulham game. Because we went out and we played Fulham. Uh, and we won, Shane. Um, we made five changes. Right. The uh, the little Wolf, as I'm starting to call him, largely because his surname is Wolf, Marius Wolf. Do you just want me to offer you a job in the under-21s? You want to be Wolf so bad. <laughs> Taking on Jota. Yeah, you're buying a guy called Wolf. I'm playing Wolfsburg in a friendly in the summer. Uh, no, I, I I just, I'm not. But Wolf comes in for Castagna because again, having only kind of made it through the Arsenal game, all of a sudden he's back to being jaded again. So 
it's it's kind of handy to have him there. And Rudiger still isn't up for um, still isn't back at kind of peak fitness. Uh, Wolf is ready to go. Uh, Jack Harrison starts. And Didi starts. Madison starts. Can we just call him Marius from now on? Marius? No, we will call him Wolf. No, I'm not calling him Wolf. I'm calling no, Wolf is a way better nickname. So I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. So, his name so, is Mar- so Marius. His name is, yeah, his name is yeah. Marius. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. If my name was, if my first name was Marius, I would not like want to be called anything else. But if your surname was Wolf, it's like it's class. It's like Teen Wolf. Only he's not Teen Wolf. He's Marius. Correct, Wolf. correct you every time you say Wolf. Okay. So Wolf in Pakistan. Harrison and Didi Madison. Uh, Ian Acho starts as well. Uh, Fasavira, uh, James Milner, Diogo Jota, and Yusuf Demir uh, make their way to the bench. Two minutes on the clock, and Marius Wolf has made the overlap on the right, and he's banged it in to the top left corner. Like two minutes on the clock, half an hour in. Uh, half. Uh, I've been getting a lot of flack as well in press conferences from this from from telling players to get stuck in particularly around the midfield but uh half an hour in both Madison and Indeedy uh, are already on yellows uh, and what and I, this this is the thing about Ian Acho, right and I don't know if you've noticed it when you're watching the highlights and this probably kind of comes back from you convincing me to watch games on um on comprehensive highlights for the most part but I'm really starting to pay attention to Ian Acho, see if I can figure out what's that unlock code for him to, to get him back to to where he was. And I just made a little note in in watching the highlights that it's like the it's like the power is gone from his shots. Like he's doing good enough work to get himself into a position where he could score and kind of like individual training are you doing? Brian Acho, I'd have to go and look for it. I I don't I could probably do it like putting him on a course of antibiotics or like well, look, finishing. Dude, like I, I, every single one of my players have like an individual trait that they work on every month. Really? You've gone to, you've gone through that or that's just a thing that's happening? No, I, I set, I set it up. So like I have Silva working on his uh, finishing, his shooting. Then I'll have him working on his attacking movement the next month. And then I'll have him working on something else. And, and I'll do that with every single player because I can't yeah, about my team. I've pretty much skipped over the individual stuff this season. Everything has been about kind of tailoring extra sessions based on who the opposition is. Yeah. And and filling those gaps in the calendar. I think if you put Ineacho on maybe some, I don't want to be telling you this, but you put him on like a shooting thing, you're going mm-hmm. to start seeing your chance conversions go up. Plus, with chance conversions, like are you... Um, Working on chance conversion from a training point of view? Yeah. Yeah, chance, chance creation and chance conversion usually make an appearance... Uh, at least every other week, if not every week. Right. It's kind of like the the power and placement that I thought was there isn't there. The pace is there, but the finishing, uh, not quite. Fafana makes it 2-0, though, before the break. Um, and I throw a glance, a little kind of sideways glance, oh, at the league table, and it says that we're top, <sighs> heading towards halftime. And then I hear you say something, and then all of a sudden I'm not top. But we'll find about that in a minute. Uh, Indeedy comes off. Harrison is... Uh, Indeedy off and Harrison off. Indeedy he is off. Indeedy he is. Uh, and Indeedy he was. And Harrison left as well. Both of them on the error mark. At least that saves me with Indeedy and the yellow card because he's kind of aggressive looking and ready to lop the head off somebody at this stage. Uh, I put on Milner and Minamino. This is Minamino's first game back, I think, since... Probably since the World Cup. Because he had the run with Japan and then... I don't know whether he was doing something else after that, but... He got injured. He had that leg injury for for six or seven weeks. 
and he's been kind of working his way back in the last kind of two weeks with the under 23s but 72 minutes on the clock Minamino is back in the groove out wide on the right hand side he finds space for himself in the box tees up Harvey Barnes Harvey Barnes Harvey Barnes to get the finish and uh, Harvey makes it 3-0 uh, Ribic is on for Ianacho straight after so he gets he's my, my loanee from AC Milan he gets the last kind of 20 minutes to play and again Ianacho is just left kind of scratching his head uh, 82 minutes Minamino for Burns again super low cross and this goes like it's mad it goes like obviously playing kind of low crosses in the final third but this is like super low and super close to the byline but scoots over to the very edge of the six yard box Harvey Harvey Bonds just slides in and like boom he ends up in the back of the net with the ball still uh, that time except you know he hit the post with his nads oh yeah but this time he didn't and and we get a goal that's class Uh, Rivich has a crack kind of here and there he goes close on 92 minutes misses point blank he's getting a bit of flack as well from uh for kind of not playing he's literally been at the club for three games he's made three substitute appearances but i don't think he was getting a run out of Milan. i think that's where that comes from uh, but the game ends 4-0 with another clean sheet minamino with an 8.2 for a half hour's work barnes with two goals to his account as well everybody everybody inspired and motivated after our little uh, team talk at the end, and gives us six Premier League wins uh, on the bounce, uh, uh, including the FA Cup, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's 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 okay. It's it's better run of form than than January has been, to say the least. Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised by it, and I don't like it. Right, because I looked at your team and I was laughing at it. To be honest with you, behind your back, and your no, but you were laughing at it to my face. You were like, "This is the fucking worst team ever. This is a shit show of a team. This is a blah 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 blah." It is. It's just. Blase, if you will. Yeah, I don't like your team at all. And I was kind of, I felt somewhat bad for you, to be honest. Um, I was like, he, he's definitely have really bad squad mismanagement. And then I was like, wait a second. What, how the fuck is this guy? He's after having a horrendous February. I'm after blazing past teams. I'm on this unbeaten streak. And you're still in contention. I'm like, I thought I dealt with this before already. I'm after skibbering you. But no, it turns around very, very fast, doesn't it? It does. Spurs up next for me, Premier League champions. Absolutely destroyed them the last time I met them. Uh, Esposito, Neves, Silva, Kalulu and Ahmed all back. I go in with a very, very strong team, but I instruct them not to tackle too hard before the game, right? I was like, don't tackle too hard. Spurs, bunch of divers. They'll dive. You'll give away a penalty. Plus, I was like conscious that I gave away a penalty, um, not in the last game, but in the Southampton game, there was like, a penalty and another possible penalty so don't tackle too hard but sure doesn't matter football manager decides to make him fucking go in there and start slapping lads around the place two yellow cards in the first 10 minutes and I'm like oh what then uh, about five minutes later Sessegnon bangs in one for them and the, my team is just continually flying into tackles Neves then gets booked we're 1-0 down I am I am absolutely raging Kenneth raging at this stage um, throw in Addy who lays it it's a throw in Addy Yimi lays it off for Silva though and Silva just taps in it's one all now 20 goals this season Adeyemi then four minutes later buries one in the back of the net but was ruled out absolute farce farce 
Uh, I tell them at half time I'm not really too happy. Uh, Regulian puts them ahead then after the break. It's 2 1. I start changing up my tactics and getting a bit desperate. Traore comes on. Uh, Sargent even gets a run. Traore then had a glorious one on one, could have passed it off, but decided to take it on. Missed. 2 1, deflated. 14 games undefeated, Kenneth. I was 14 games undefeated, and I have written after that. How the fuck are you top of the league after your shit season with your <laughs> shit players? <laughs> yeah. I actually screenshotted it and I stuck it into my notes where it has the big story. Wolves. Wolves 19 game unbeaten run ends. O'Keefe's tinkering finally comes undone. Shut up. Bazuma reveals O'Keefe fury. Ah, it was a good day. I'm going to print. I'm going to print that and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to print that as the turning point in the season. And I'm going to stick it up just underneath the Tony Mowbray photo that's going on the wall in the office on Monday morning. Um, but yeah, not to gloat or anything, Shane, but we finished uh, We finished top of the table there. Leicester, there was still one more game to go. Leicester in pole position. twenty. Uh, yeah, but I have to milk it at this stage because it might not get to happen again. Uh, Leicester at this stage. Oh, I didn't realise that. We've both played 23 games, but I've finally won more games than you. I've won one more game than you, but I've lost two more games. Congratulations. Wow, like, like it's unbecoming of you to be so gloating and it's. I don't like it, to be honest. You kind of... Ex- you- exuded this type of behaviour before at River Plate and it came back to bite you in the ass whereas me being so humble um, <laughs> me, me being the humble one here it's just I, oh I don't really like God. the way about it. Can we go? can we go back and listen to the last 10 podcasts and see if we can see any sense of humility in there when you're talking about all of your wins and everything else that's going on. I'm just going to I'm just going to soak this one up but from a table point of view uh, it looks pretty good in that we're both uh, we're, we're tied first and second uh, I'm ahead by goal difference um, with 50, 50, 51 points. Has it been too easy? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just... I, I, we absolutely blazed the championship. We did. We, um, we blazed over in Argentina. But I kind of expected to blaze through the championship. Yeah, but now we're blazing through the Premier League to a degree. We're both top of the table, joint top of the table come the end of it both joints not not you over me or me over you just both yeah. on the exact same amount of points um, so we're both at the head I'm still the king um, but it's been it hasn't been really difficult well it feels like it hasn't been difficult when you've come on when you've come on a when you've come on a good run of games but like how the fuck did I have 300 million to spend because you bought I know I sold everyone and then that's what everyone. I always do but like yeah. I don't know it just it seems a bit easy it seems a bit easy you got all that mad Chinese money. Like I'm, I'm, lang- I'm sitting around there with like five million quid in the bank, and Leicester are hemorrhaging money. Don't be going on like you're this little pauper, will you? Stop, will you? The working class man. Fuck off. Working class man with a club that was formerly Premier League champions is when you go back to 2016. But yeah. Uh, also, incidentally, Germany are fourth in the world rankings. Brazil are top. I didn't look at where France were. Yeah, I, I didn't even look. I'm getting France notifications now all the time. I don't give a shit. Like I'm, I, I really want to resign. I don't, I don't like it. Um, I, I, I didn't like France ever since Thierry Henry's handball. Uh, their behaviour in the 2010 World Cup. I just, <laughs> it's not, it, it's not for me. It's not for mm-hmm. me. But yet you're still hanging in there. If you really wanted to resign, you would have resigned already. Yeah, but I don't know what way we're going with this podcast stuff. See? This is the thing. Casper Schmeichel is out for 10 days. Doesn't really make too much of a difference because he's not really getting any any league time uh, as it is. I think we've had 
I think Dragovsky is on a good run. He's had like six games without conceding a, a goal at this stage. Uh, Guiri is out for two days, but he might make the Southampton game. And this is, again, this is us kind of following the fixture calendar. You went and played Newcastle. I went to play Newcastle. You went to play Southampton and had that like total kind of squeaky bomb game against Southampton. And now I have to go out and play Southampton. And there's a bit of mind games going on. Uh, in the paper uh, but we get to the top of the table and oh look at this Shane the board offered me a new deal oh you kept that one quiet didn't you did you not see it in the news were you not paying attention or is it just because you hate seeing stories about Leicester I, I think I have every story about you blocked <laughs> that's that's probably true but yeah the board offered me uh, offered me a new deal on like two and a half times the money that I was on already you gonna take it so I, I just I, I said I, I said I would accept for the moment because obviously you know then it it takes a lot more to kind of be lured away to another bigger brighter club in like you know the Chinese Super League or something oh um, no I'll just meet all the Wolves players that I just sold over there <laughs> oh actually that's such a good idea we go off to China you take over Shandong and you did like you walk Shanghai. into the dressing room Oh, was it Shanghai? It they was. bought everyone. Uh, oh, and Shandong were coming in for the, the dregs of whoever was left between Leicester and Wolves Connor, in January. Or Connor Cody and Podence and... But that's the thing. They, you'll, know how to, you'll know how to get the best out of them, even though you got rid of them. But yeah, we've, we've gotten we've gotten the offer of the new deal. Now, to be fair, my contract was going to run out in June anyway. So I think it was that decision of going, okay, well, we have a, a manager who has managed managed uh, to uh, drag us kicking and screaming all the way to the top of the Premier League. So here's a new deal. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. You know, Champions League football, like you've been saying, is a nice little carrot. I haven't experienced it in a long time. Probably won't again. Probably won't again. Yeah, that's true enough. Um, so we go out and we play Southampton. Actually, who do you play before I play Southampton? Fulham. Oh, and I've just gone and beaten Fulham as well. Yeah, yeah, you did, Kenneth. Yeah, how'd you, how'd you get on against Fulham? I fully expected to fall apart to the 17th-based London club. Their 17th place, I was like, this is turning into uh, this is turning into a Ken kind of save, you know, a Ken save. Remember, like, January, you know, you just fall off a cliff and I was like, this is what's happening to me. Even though, like, mm-hmm. a draw with Man City and a loss to Spurs, who were Premier League champions, isn't the worst. But uh, I was fully expecting, like, a really bad performance. I played a full, strong team. Uh, I keep missing 1v1s. This time it was Adeyemi. So, and I always work on chance conversion. Uh, finally, Silva breaks the deadlock after a long Adeyemi run. Silva just slots it home. We're on top of half time, but Fulham have had their chances. Like, they've had about five shots, four on target. I'm like, mm-hmm. Silva slots home a second though, and it looks like the game is over with 30 minutes to go. So I take off my goalkeeper. I take off Andrada and I bring on Vandervoort. And uh, I make my full three subs. Finishes 2-0. Fairly, fairly okay win there. We'll start my unbeaten streak again. Hey, we rolled it on. I should have said as well at the outset, um, uh, hello to Shane Haywood, at Shane Haywood on, on Twitter. Like, we you know, like one Shane to another Shane. Um, but a couple of days back, he tweeted us to say that he'd started listening uh, to the podcast this morning. He was four episodes down. He's done a hell of a lot of laughing. Yeah, fantastic. And Kahuna Gaming, listening to 24 episodes of this nonsense uh, in, mm-hmm. in one week. That's Hall of Fame territory right there. Like. They're, bringing, they're bringing out uh, like sayings like Harvey Barnes and Millie Vanillies and stuff. I'm changing the vernacular of the people. It's all about the Millie Vanillies. Big, big shout out once again to FM Prospect as well. Just uh, we, we like interacting on the Twitter. Well, you we do. do. Actually, I, I, I'm not a Twitter guy, but you are. Uh, I, I am. I, 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 of, of all the platforms, I just kind of like I like the Twitter stuff. Lee Riggs had been asking after Castle Warren as well. 
Uh, he was saying he was sitting at home in Torquay. He was fairly sure that he'd seen a water bottle flying past his window <laughs> on Wednesday night. He was wondering if it was yours. Oh, man. I bought like two big crates of water, right? After the warm up, one of the crates was gone. I was legitimately worried I didn't bring enough water because like oh. the it was sun was belting down like. Is that your job as well? Do you not have a lackey or something to do that now? Oh, Ken. Why would I have a lackey? I wouldn't trust anybody to do that. I have to why wash the jerseys. I do loads of stuff. I pick I pick up some guys before the game. Please, manager, can I have a lift to the to the final? Yes, you may. Uh, also, uh, should uh, sh- throw kind of a shout out to uh, the little kind of mad conversation that we had during the week about the potential uh, Irish football manager whiskey invitational draft event. Are you saying draft as in like draft beer or like a draft? No, draft as in the draft mode in the I game. No, I think the Jim Basil Smash Cup sounds fairly good. <laughs> The Gin Basil Smash Cup could be a very, very, very tasty cup. But we'll go to Southampton and, and move away from all that stuff. Oh, so uh, you didn't play Southampton? Uh, I didn't. No, I actually wrote it down as Southampton because I know how to spell Southampton as well. At the I same was time. getting fairly ropey now at this stage of the, of the save. Or the, you know. the old DTs are kicking in after a couple of days on the beer and a bit of a hectic kind of lack of sleep and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, friend uh, no bad performances <laughs> in training this week <laughs> not even from Mesut Ozil uh, I'm sorry to Mesut Ozil but like he's normally the one that has to get criticised every single week uh, we make two changes from the Fulham game Castagna is back in Yusuf Demir is in Wolf Marius Wolf Marius and Jack Harrison sit out Demir uh, demure to me uh, delighted uh, to be back in he drops in as an AMC uh, I'm leaving Ian Acho up top again I'm just I'm convinced that there's a goal coming somewhere uh, but I have uh, it, like my striking options that had been lacking like Harvey Barnes at a stretch could play him as a striker Minamino at a stretch could play him as a striker Ribic uh, Jota all on the bench waiting to pounce just in case Fafana gets booked after five minutes and I'm like ah, again and it's like stay on your feet but I think it's that thing it's like I know I have I, I know I have certain roles that are set to go in that little bit more on tackles but Fafana is one of them I think he just has a tendency to pull yellow cards anyway he missed a couple of games through suspension last season Danny Ings super one-on-one 13 minutes into the game and I'm like I've just seen him score a whole ton of them against Shane but um, he misses I thought okay that's that's an absolute let off two minutes later Dragovsky is nearly chipped from 30 yards and you see him backpedaling towards the crossbar and then the ball pops off the cross off the crossbar and I'm like okay uh, we're in we're in a bit of bother here 25 minutes in big changes short play again that wasn't working against Newcastle not working against Southampton go a little bit more direct take a bit of the pace out of the ball uh, switch the play to the left hand side slow things down a bit uh, and a minute later produces a, a fine goal. Um, Harvey Barnes on the counter. We get our first shot on target of the game. I think we've had like three or four efforts at this stage, but kind of nothing, nothing too much, nothing too wild. Uh, he has us. Uh, he has us back up and going. Uh, Ian Nacho picks up um, uh, Super Bowl in midfield. Finds Barnes free fires low across the goal. Makes it one 0 and then not even ten minutes later, thirty four on the clock. Ian Nacho finally thank fuck finds himself free on the left race is clear one on one uh, and all of a sudden that composure and that pace that I was kind of enjoying looking at earlier on in the season um, is there 
and he makes sure of the finish and it's it's 2-0. It's 3-0 just before halftime. Demir is back uh, on the score sheet as well. Uh, Harvey Barnes uh, sets him up. And Harvey Barnes is having, a, is having a bit of a kind of a purple patch. At the minute he got two goals. Didn't he go, didn't he go down in like the recommendation of it was previously a prem, good Premier League player? Yeah, that was it. He's now just like, a, he's now, and this was maybe even before the game was like, yeah, we kind of want to keep an eye on him. Stats are dropping. He's like a decent, decent Premier League player now, as opposed to being a, as a good, like he was a standout in the championship. Um, but he's he's just like, he's that, he's that kind of player you want to have in your utility belt where you can just kind of whip him on and you know that something is going to happen. Um, so it's it's 3-0. Barnes turns provider again for that Demir goal. Halftime, keep the team talk handy. He's just like, keep it up. But I take off Curtis Jones and I bring on uh, Diogo Jota um, as a, an inverted winger on the left-hand side. And it makes all the difference. Three minutes later, he has a goal again, 4-0. Shane is snapping. Maybe you were snapping. Maybe you were just kind of going, oh my God, how'd you get four goals? At 52 minutes, Benkovic scores. Goal mouth scramble. And I can't type fast enough because uh, I'm literally still typing Shane is uh, snapping and there's another goal on it. And then uh, I look to take off uh, Demir because I had the plan to kind of bring him off after the error mark. Uh, While I have the tactics screen open and I'm bringing him off for Rebic, uh, Benkovic scores again. Uh, getting under a corner. It says, what score is it now? I think it's 6-0 at this stage. Uh, and then we just go, okay, look, it's 6-0. Let's, let's just kind of, let's just ease things out. 80 minutes. Alex Mighton finally gets Southampton on the score sheet. They've been knocking on the door most of the game. Uh, good goal from him. But Smallbone, two minutes later, an absolute belter for Southampton, 30 yards out. She's thinking, a belter, okay. written from the rest. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay, it's okay. Carry on, sing. I ruined your flaw. It was just like, yeah, oh, he's right. talking way too long about his crappy win over So Southampton. Yes, uh, 84 minutes. Rebic flies up on the left-hand side. He doesn't have the pace. I'd say that's why Milan have bought me off. Like, he's a 30 million rated winger slash striker. Um. But uh, what he doesn't have in pace or what he lacks in pace, he makes up for in vision. Uh, Super ball in, he finds Harvey Barnes strolling around in the centre of the box, unmarked, sweeps home, makes it 7-2. Also, I don't know, Shane, if you've been keeping count, but that means that Harvey Barnes, Harvey Barnes, scores himself a hat-trick. A Harvey hat-trick. Available now. Oh, oh my God. Well Well played, well earned. 7-2. Four games in the bag. And if I just look at the league table here, it says... Leicester are top of the league because we were top of the league in the last match and they were top of the league after this match technicality you're top on by after your amazing win over so Southampton yeah, and goal, it's goal difference Kenneth it's goal difference it is but the, the to be fair that Southampton game is really going to help the goal difference we've 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 a plus 34 you've a plus 25 so if we stay neck and neck for the rest of the season it probably isn't going to happen because we have to play each other in April it turns out so we're only about two months out from that uh, Ian Acho still the club's top goal scorer 10 goals James Madison highest average rating for me 7.38 and is the assist leader for the season with 10 but Fabio Silva top goal scorer in the Premier League 15 goals uh, he's averaging a goal every 116 minutes it tells me yeah he's fantastic he's flourishing under me that's 15 goals out of 41 shots that's pretty good Callum Wilson is actually the Premier League's second top goal scorer with 11 it was in the actual. Yeah, he's dropped. Well, he's dropped. He's just just behind him. He's on ten. The the sure. What did did Will, well, Wilson got the hat trick against you, didn't he? Yeah, that probably helps. Matter. Lucian's though top assist. Ah, actually, Adama Traore is in there with ten Premier League goals as well. Is he? 
Yeah, he's he's like he's technically tied third scorer in the Premier League. Yeah, cool. Uh, Harry Kane is on ten. Sadio Mane is on ten. Michael Obafemi is on ten from eleven starts. Fuck, that's all right actually. But that's it. That's where we got to Shane. Yeah. So now we're in a situation where we've we've played it like a kind of a good run of February. Now there are a couple of key games coming up. I do know that I'm playing Chelsea next, and I think Middlesbrough in the. No, you're playing Middlesbrough? No, I'm playing Middlesbrough. Playing Everton, the and FA then Cup. I had the Caribbean Cup against Chelsea. And then, was your FA Cup game moved, or do you have an FA Cup game after that? I can't I remember, can't man. Move. I can't <laughs> remember. I'm fo- I, look, I'm taking it one game at a time. <laughs> you're going to have to take it one game at a time. Um, we've got no other choice. But that's where that's where the games kind of wrap up. You never uh, let me introduce yeah. myself today, either. Oh, Sir Alex Fergusock. S-O-K-A-R, my initials, Fergusock. There we go. Fergusock. That was my name, Sir Alex Fergusock. Uh, oh, because you were Soxtradamus last week. I was Soxtradamus. No, I was LeBron Shane's. And then Soxtradamus. And then Soxtradamus. So now I'm Sir Alex Fergusock. Sir Alex Fergusock. Yeah. I'll have a different one next week. Tune in. Absolute unreal banter, lads. That's it. And you can tune in. Any podcast platform, you'll find us with new episodes dropping every Friday. He's been Sir Alex Fergusock. I have been top of the table. Ken McGuire though but but top of the table all the same uh, okay it, does, um, it doesn't suit you man doesn't suit you yeah it's oh it's is it unbecoming of me is it is I'm becoming of you I'm Captain Charisma alright don't stop trying to up the charisma and match me you're you're a straight man here Ken you're a straight man that's it if anything kids it teaches you don't drink gin basil smashes at two o'clock in the afternoon across a, a lot of days in the week yeah for don't start at two o'clock with a double jack and coke and continue on until all the pubs close at eleven o'clock and mixing it by drinking gin, basil smashes, uh, white Russians, which is Kahlua and vodka, by the way, with milk. Kalulu and vodka. Oh, yeah, Kalulu and vodka. <laughs> oh, yes, I should have. Anyway, yeah, the title of this week's episode should be Gin Basil Smashed. Class, it'll be Gin Basil Smashed. It has been episode 25. You can find the Football Manager Football Show on all good podcast platforms or check out the website at scoreline.ie. Are you going to be back in here next week? 100%. Will you? I don't know. I might chill out at home like you, taking a nice, nice old air breezy day. Well, I have, I have a show to do tonight, a show to do tomorrow, a show to do the week after, and you're just breezing about there, top of the table, the big fucking smug head on you. Yep, and I will still be top of the table until at least Wednesday, provided we get to play some games on Wednesday. Until then, we'll talk to you next week. Good luck. The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.